0: Welcome to the Mortcast, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazi in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the Dairy Block. Um, look, these are all passion uh, sponsors for me. I don't get paid for advertising on this podcast. I do it because I like And support the things that I talk about. And Blanchard is 100% something that I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly support. Um, Their 2017 Cabernet is fantastic. How much left of it they have, I do not know. Uh, Go to bfwdenver.com and kind of check it out. Um, They don't, we don't know, you know, uh, with all the restrictions right now, hard to dine obviously with the snow right now you can't go out there and just like go to Blanchard and, and enjoy it but you can go to com and pick yourself up a bottle and you can go there and pick it up in a safe socially distant way until everyone's vaccinated and just get it out of there and enjoy yourself some wine because the the Cabernet's fantastic They're, all their Pinots are great um, they have some blends. They've got uh, a Baalbeck, They got you know. They got things that you want in your home for the holidays and for gifts. Like get on it right now because we only had a couple, a little over a week until uh, uh, Christmas. So if you want to give someone a Christmas gift in a form of a virtual wine tasting, go now because those things book really fast. Um, and give it to someone as a gift or keep it for yourself. Um, those are really popular, go there now, because sometimes it takes a couple months before these things to get done. Uh, They are between 18th and 19th, and Blake and Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Go to bfwdenver.com to get your delivery, get your shipment, or go down there and pick it up curbside, and they will help you out. They're on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines, and when you go in, or when you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Morkast, part of the CSJ Network. Okay, this is the disclaimer. I do this every single year, but I'm going to reiterate it. I am not going to be analyzing every freaking preseason game. Um, There's no point. It's dumb, uh, in my view. Uh, Really, you don't get into the swing of things in the NBA until at least two weeks into the regular season. Kind of pointless to talk about preseason games. These are just glorified warm-ups. They kind of are trying to experiment on some things, particularly with this truncated, um, would you say, training camp that they've had. Um, Really truncated training camp. Um, They really don't have all of their legs under them. It's going to be a while before you can really analyze everything. Um, So this is the only one I'm going to, I'm not going to deep dive it, but I'm going to hit some things that I want to talk about. In this first segment, we're going to talk about Faku Camposo. Um, look, he was doing it against the Z Squad of the Warriors, and quite frankly, the Nuggets' second unit through majority of the game did not look very good. Uh, they're going to have to figure out some things, but it's nice to have and experience the energy of someone like Faku Camposo. Um, he kind of brought a energy that you don't see often for someone particularly who, by 29 years old, is not young. And in uh, both Argentinian, he is an Argentinian, uh, and European, he played in the Spanish League's basketball. You play when you're young. So there's tread on those tires that has uh, uh, been gone, that's been worn out. And you, but you see someone like that. Now, it's going to be hard for someone, I think, to come with that much energy all the time. But he was there. He was a pest. Um, he really kind of, uh, made a difference in the way he, his infectious energy kind of affected everyone. And look, who knows if it could be extrapolated over the course of whatever this season is, this weird, weird season that we have before us. Um, Honestly, at this point, we are at a, I would believe we are at a crossroads of where, what we want the Nuggets to do. Because last year, I mean, for all the run-up, if we remember correctly, the Nuggets were kind of rescued by that that, uh, gap between the Dallas game and March 11th. And when they began playing uh, in the bubble, and sometime in July, um, it was uh, it was hard to see the Nuggets having much energy. They were they looked bored, they looked lackadaisical. Uh, things weren't working as well. They had grown stale. Um, and if people had forgotten this post All Star break, the Nuggets looked pretty bad and this gap this act of god basically that happened to everyone in the freaking world um, benefited them in a the sense that they were able to reassess come back play to their some of their strengths in the bubble couple come back for a couple 3-1 leaves in the playoffs uh, deficit excuse me in the playoffs and then do what they did but what they were really missing hadn't changed in the sense that there was a lack of energy. There was a lack of, there was just a staleness that had come over the Nuggets. And Faku Campaso could um, very much provide a jolt of energy. And sometimes, folks, a, guy, a new guy on the roster or having some sort of roster turnover will do that. It doesn't always help, right? Um, Sometimes roster turnover can really hurt a team. It's I mean, there's been, I don't know how many teams throughout the history of the league that have gone through that sort of thing. Um, the Nuggets, it's not heavy roster turnover, but the Nuggets did get a lot younger. At a time when they're looking to become a championship team, they got younger. And Compasso comes in and Look, we don't know how it's going to look. He may regress big time, but it, it's just based on this first preseason game. The one element that he brought was an infectious energy that translated to that entire second unit. Um, he and Zeke Naji, and I'm, I'll talk about Zeke Nagy uh, later in the week. Both of them brought something that they really needed because that bench unit looked terrible <clears throat> through the first two quarters that they played, and the bench unit played a ton last night, right? You'll hear me drinking a lot, because uh, I've been doing a lot of podcasting, and <laughs> my voice is torched. Um, but there is there is a element of what Faco Camposo can bring that, that the Nuggets didn't have. There's some of the spectacular prep passes, there's... The pesky, and I, I said uh, Pazzo was, was a pest, and I should have said pesto, but uh, Joe Daniel, um, credit to you there, man, because um, <laughs> I didn't think of that, but I should have done that, but he was, he's, he's, he's a pest. He's a defensive pest. Um, akin, he reminded me of Patty Mills, to be honest with you, and look, Patty Mills is never going to be a star player, uh, but he is an average NBA player who makes a living out of being a pest. Um, and maybe that his is, is uh, role, or maybe it's maybe it's something else. We don't know. But it was nice to see. It was nice to see the energy. Because this Nuggets team has been guilty at times of being less than serious about the way they approach uh, certain things the last two years in the regular season. Um, and if Campaso can bring that, he could jolt the team up a bit and kind of help them because they really are going to need to, as, as my friend Zach Bay would say, microwave the development of Michael Porter Jr. And, uh, you can't do that on a content and laser lazy team. You can, well, the Nuggets have never been lazy, but they, they, like I said, there was a staleness that came over the team last year. It was, it was really easy to see until the bubble, right? And you don't want that laissez-faire kind of attitude to permeate the team Again, Fucker Campazzo can come in, Campazzo, Campazzo. Well, can come in, and maybe change that dynamic a little and give the team that much-needed jolt of energy. Um, had some good passes, had some great drives, led the team back. Look, the team was down by 20 points in the third quarter. Bench unit came in, played hard. That's all really you can ask for. <laughs> that's all you can ask for, and that energy was infectious. And I think that's what people responded to uh, when they were watching this game. They were responding to his energy. And it's good to see, because that energy is valuable. And he and Zignaji, who, like I said, I'm going to do another podcast on him in a couple days, um, kind of added a spark that was nice to see. Um, I don't know, as I said before, I don't know how that translates to the rest of the year. I am not making a prediction. I'm just saying, as of that game, it was nice to see, and it was encouraging that maybe he can provide, at the very least, the baseline is that. And if he can maybe provide a little even more than that, this Nuggets team will be better than a lot of the national people have thought after losing Jeremy Grant. When I come back from the dra- after this DraftKings read, I'm going to talk to you about the flip side of that. And I talk to you about a man who is suddenly finding that he is a lot older than his teammates. I'd like to talk to you about DraftKings, America's top rated sportsbook app. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app, is wishing you the happiest of holidays. And to kick off this season of giving, DraftKings has new promotions and odds boosts every day this week. Luckily for us sports fans, there is an abundance of action taking place this week. Football teams are in the hunt to secure their place in the playoffs, while college basketball season is just getting underway. There's no better place to get in on all the action. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head on over to the app store now, because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players the chance to earn a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. When signing up using promo code MHS, DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet—from live betting to betting on your favorite players—they do it all. Draft, download the, dra- download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code MHS when you sign up to get one thousand dollars. That's co- promo code MHS to get a deposit up bonus up to one thousand dollars for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus produ- comprised of first deposit bonus. Deposit de- bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. On the flip side of Faku Camposo is one Paul Millsap. Um, look, it's the preseason. I, I I am loath to read much into a player performance in preseason. Uh, sometimes, with particularly with older players, it takes a while for them to get into the swing of things. Um, you know, unlike N- Nikola Jokic had a, a cool and very breezy twenty six ten and five last night, but that's Nikola Jokic; he's a superstar. The interesting thing about Paul Millsap is that I relate to him in a way that I don't think I do other players. And I've been, it sounds like I've been critical of Paul Millsap, but it's not that. In the bubble, Millsap uh, found that he was suddenly old. And you could see it in the way that he was not understanding that he couldn't do the things he was doing. Um, and, it, and it happens suddenly, and but that's generally the way it happens with NBA players. Um, I can't relate specifically to the the physical part of the job with NBA players because I don't. I'm not gifted with that. I am a mediocre white man, so I don't have any sort of you know concept of the. Uh, with the, the athletic prowess it takes to achieve at that level. I just don't. I do have a relation about the mental part of understanding that the, everyone you are around suddenly is younger than you. And quicker. A little more energetic. They don't have to maybe exert as much physically to get to a spot that used to be very easy for you. Um... And I think what is happening with Paul Millsap is, like I said, he could be, like, preseason game number two. He could come out and just put an easy 20 in and kind of, you know, not have to play for the rest of the night, right? But this is kind of a continuation of where Millsap was in the bubble. A realization suddenly... And you can just see it, that he was old. And it, the interesting thing about this is that people have compared this to Mike Miller and Richard Jefferson coming in and stuff like that. The difference between those guys and Paul Millsap is the process of getting to that point where they joined the Nuggets strictly as mentors. They had already processed that information and were just getting there. Paul Millsap is going through it right now. Uh, he's about thirty five, and it's hard to accept that you can't get to where you used to be. You can still contribute to the team, but you, it's hard for you to accept that you can't you're not there. Um, the biggest example I always use in this situation is Alan Iverson suddenly getting old and refusing to accept it. I talked about this on my podcast with Sean Eiken uh, a couple podcasts ago. There is a just, a, just a wall that you hit. You know, Carmelo Anthony was dangerously close of hitting that point to where he wouldn't accept that he was older and couldn't do what he used to do. And he was on the Allen Iverson trajectory. Difference with Paul Millsap is he doesn't have the personality of either Iverson or Mello. But it's happening in front of us. You saw it in the game against the Warriors last night. First precinct game. He just, it was, it looked not painful. It looked like he was exerting energy to do things that he that even two three years ago was easy for him to do. And his teammates suddenly are a lot younger. And This roster got a hell of a lot younger over the process of this uh, off-season. Millsap didn't have the usual off-season break. Um, There was just a lot that went down, and it's going. I think what I would encourage people to do because I think Millsap was like, oh, five, and just it looks sluggish and just bad. He'll get there, and he'll be a solid contributor. But he is on a one-year, $10 million deal, which isn't bad. Look at him as a guy who will be valuable, extremely valuable in his role once he mentally accepts where he's at. A lot of the quotes coming in from the from Millsap in the off season was how he needed to prove that that wasn't him, and he needed to do all that. It Was a good mindset, but you saw again last night that that just Father Time remains undefeated, folks, and it is not about whether you're you're. It it, it, it it's just it's about it's about accepting where you are. Um, let me tell you guys an anecdote. When I first was credentialed, I've been covering the Nuggets for uh, next year, like in a month, it'll be 12 years. When I first was credentialed as a part, so it was 2012. So eight years ago was when I was first credentialed. I've been covering the team since 2009, so it took me three years to get credentialed. Um, 2012, I was 34. And I wasn't necessarily young, obviously, because I had started, I had started in my 30s blogging, which is very unusual. You know, that's the bastion for 20 year olds and stuff, or even younger. But I wasn't old, went to Pepsi Center, was surrounded by people who were more or less my age. And it was great. I was the up-and-comer because I was a blogger. Uh, same thing with Nate Timmons. And uh, same thing with Andy. We were just, we kind of had a different perspective. In the span of two 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 and a half seasons, it went from that to the median age of the blogger or media member who's covering the team being at least 12 to 13 maybe even 20 years younger than me. Um, and that was hard. But it also the hard part of it was that they were outdoing me in the game that I thought that I pioneered out here in Denver. Outdoing me to a very large extent because I didn't have the energy to do what they were doing anymore. And I say quote-unquote energy. It was, I didn't have the capability, because I wasn't willing to dog it and do what it takes anymore because I'd already achieved it. And it was hard for me to accept. And if you've heard it from me on Twitter, a lot of the bitterness that had, had come out for me, specifically two years ago, two, three years ago, on Twitter, it was me refusing to accept that I was not the the guy, anymore. Um, and I had actually a hard time accepting it. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It was hard it was hard for me to accept that. And I retreated, and I became exclusively a podcaster. Which I think, in the long run, was the best decision I could make. But at the time, it was a lot of resentment on my part. It was a lot of bitterness on my part. And that is just the process you go through... When you understand that everyone who there is younger and better at, at at it than you are and at this moment in time, you know not maybe not better than you were then, better than you are now, and that realization is frustrating, uh, but it 's necessary and I think there 's going to come a point where the light bulb will come on with Paul Millsap. And he will understand that I can excel in the role that I I have now. i just got to do it differently. I've got to understand exactly what I can do, not what I used to be able to do, and not rail against it. Because it's the the process of railing against that sort of thing is what makes you frustrated. And it causes you to look worse than you actually are. I have no doubt that Paul Millsap will figure it out, and he will excel in his role. It may require him uh, maybe getting to the point where he can come off the bench. It may get to a point where he starts the game but plays 20 minutes, right? Do the Dante Jones thing. Maybe he starts the game and finishes the game, right? There's just, just different ways you can do it. But he is going to have to come to that realization. And once he does, I have no doubt, no doubt at all, he'll kick ass at it. It's just the process, we're seeing the process play out in front of us. But he'll get there. I know he will. Uh, I got there eventually, but once again, I'm not not—I'm not comparing my tiny little experience. Well, I guess I am a little, but my experience is on a much smaller scale. It has nothing, nowhere close to where Paul Millsap is. But it is valuable I think across the board to understand that everyone goes through this sort of thing but you adapt and you learn and you become you kick ass at whatever you can do now and Paul Millsap I think we'll get there all right thank you all for joining me on the latest more presented to you by DraftKings Sports App America's top-rated sportsbook app I'll be back soon to talk to you about Zeke Nagy goodbye